Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how are you doing today with your big tanned face? <laughs> it's bright <laughs> it's red. Embarrassment. It's actually embarrassment for working with Chris Broad. Um, I am good. I can smell onions, Chris. I can smell onions. Um, got back from uh, from the holidays uh, quite recently, and um, I had <laughs> discovered that the electricity in the cabin, which is where I reside right now, went off, tripped the fuses, the fridge turned off, and spoiled oh, all no. of my delicious food. Um, and it's it's not all delicious food, Chris. A lot of it is just like ingredients. I've got a lot of uh, like frozen bags of um, onions in the freezer. Oh, Unwelcome. Unwelcome smell at the best of times. Unwelcome when you, you know you, you've you've got the the the, the rotting uh, rubbish bag in the backyard. It, it's all just a bit of a shame, really. Um, so so my cabin oh. smells of onions, unfortunately. Classic fridge getting cut off fridge from electricity snafu. scenario. You've, just got to, you've just got to Textbook. be careful. I and then I had to go to and then in the morning uh, at about uh, seven seven thirty in the morning, I went to uh, the supermarket uh, to buy provisions and uh, <clears throat> a surprising amount of bleach. I don't think single men in the supermarket buying bleach at up by seven in the morning should even be put on a list. Really, they just drive them straight to prison because they've clearly murdered someone. <laughs> they've clearly done something wrong. Uh, so yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's it's just an astonishing stench of onions in the cabin. <laughs> That's what you get for going on your nice 10-day, 14-day mm. holiday to somewhere good. True. It's your punishment. It's dear, oh dear. It's true. At least you've learned to not let that happen again, although I don't know how you can I'm, possibly I, prevent I literally that. literally can't do that unless I rewire the entire Solar house. power. Solar power. Solar power, yeah. isn't it? Cool. Good man, <laughs> good man. Good God. Oh, yeah. Well, I've started, I mean, I, I haven't done anything quite that bad today. Hmm. I've started intermittent fasting this week, though. Do you know what intermittent fasting is, Pete? Um, it's not eating anything for a day and then having a load of dinner and then not eating anything for another day and then having a bit of dinner. Is it working I mean, for you, though, Chris? That's the more radical and ridiculous way of doing it. The way I do it is you can only eat between the hours of 11 in the morning and 7 p.m. at night. And... And obviously, don't go overboard when you do eat during that period. The idea being, 
you are giving your body like 16 hours to burn off the food mm. and the calories that you've eaten. And uh, also I found my do- – I did it in the past. It was quite successful. I found that uh, you tend not to binge eat too much. You know, like you get to 8 p.m., 9 p.m. some days and you just want to eat mm. something. If you do intermittent fasting, you don't do that if you've got discipline. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do 10,000 steps every day and mm. I'm trying to study Japanese as well. And I'm doing oh. all these things because I'm trying to turn October into a bit of a self-improvement month and turn things around. Because I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel around. like I've let myself down this year for some reason. I feel, <laughs> I think, Chris. I don't know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You know, I'm scared. Happy. I'm 32 like in, in eight months or nine months oh, or 10 God, months. Ancient, I don't even know what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely ancient. Oh, you must be creaking, mate. You, your bones must, your joints must have calcified. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Chris, I mean, you've achieved a lot this year. You've done little, little journey, across your, journey across Japan too. You've got yourself a new um, place to do your work. You've got your new office, haven't you? You've got your new little set. You got your new little stagings. Yeah, you got you got plenty of stuff good. I think you're just a bit down because you've not been home to old Blighty for a little while. Get a dose of reality, yeah. yeah? (laughs) I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think like whenever I come back to the UK, it's good because it sort of breaks the year up a bit, right? When I've been in Japan for uh, two years now without going anywhere, Mm. without leaving the country, and it just sort of Mm. makes it all feel like one big chunk of time and uh mm. you kind of need to leave the country and get out for a bit to sort of refresh yourself and uh well in your case just go and sit on a beach and and get a tan but I, i'd love read to read terrible uh, books <laughs> and read terrible books by well who's yeah. it james james patterson is it james patterson yeah i'd say you're I'm gonna have sure a lot of angry people good. i am gonna have a lot, lot of our listeners are gonna I hate just, you i was i i just assume that when i sit down to read a book uh it is written by you know, a successful book that it's written. I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to go off again about James Patterson. Good. But I will say, Chris, good on that you for week. trying the in- intermittent uh, fasting. Like 11 till 7 does seem hmm. kind of like just the daytime because I can very easily get to about 2 o'clock before thinking about eating uh, of a day. Um, does that count? Can I just like absolutely I mean, eat what I want? <laughs> the idea, yeah, you, no, you can't, you can't go berserk. Like the idea is no. to sort of delay breakfast or cut out breakfast altogether have like a coffee yeah. in the morning when you wake up have right. a late breakfast have a brunch and then have like a dinner and so you're having yeah. like two meals instead of three and yeah. you're not overeating in the evening or you're not binge eating while watching a film or whatever so that's the idea um, yeah. it's worked for me in the past and I, I don't know i just want to lose a bit of weight and get into shape there are reasons behind all these things as well uh, which i mm. can't talk about right now top oh. secret projects on the way that might explain why project. I'm trying to get fit, why I'm trying to get better at Japanese. And also I'm embarrassed of my Japanese. You know, I, I used to be proud, like in mm. my first three to four years living here, when people asked how long I'd lived in Japan, I'd be like, yeah, four years. And they'd be like, oh, mm. Christian, Nihongo Jaws, Nihongo Maine. They'd be blown mm. away by my Japanese. But now when I go yeah. nine years, they're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Grace, you are. You're a you can't even say a complex a toilet man. <laughs> you, I mean, so, so you are losing weight. You're, you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to li- uh, learn a little bit more Japanese. So, Mod found themselves a Japanese girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, the case. Trying to look all sexy for a new 
we'll girl our boy. Um, the um, situation, uh, I am also trying to lose weight because, quite frankly, Chris, I let myself go. I've been letting myself go for about a fucking decade. And I uh, let myself go. And I think it got a bit bad uh, when I was indulging in the cheese board of a morning on the oh, holiday no. uh, in the morning. I mean, you cannot eat cheese for breakfast, except you can eat cheese for breakfast. It's very easy to eat cheese for breakfast. So I did what only I can do. I turned to technology. I turned to um, uh, capitalism. I have to buy something <laughs> to make myself feel better about trying to lose a bit of weight. Chris, I imported a Japanese rice cooker from Japan, and it is arriving you know? tomorrow. I did now, yes. There's a company that does imports of uh, hard-to-find, specifically Japanese products. Uh, and I went, I don't want the, the, the Korean version of this fucking rice cooker. I don't want the Chinese version of this rice cooker. I am a certified <laughs> Japanophile, Nihonophile. Give me the fucking <laughs> rice cooker from Japan, yeah? All right, so it's coming tomorrow. Uh, I had to spend fucking 60 quid on tax that's annoying oh god um oh god. so yeah it's 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 around tomorrow and i'm gonna have loads of fucking rice <laughs> no more cheese boards but all the rice nope. you could possibly want all the rice I mean, you could possibly have the trouble with rice is you do get quite fat when you eat it a lot though it's just ah, very shit. calorific and the thing is I though chris my partner is a big potato fan and she uh, <laughs> just, her like everything's got potatoes with it. Um, and she's brilliant at cooking and stuff, but um, she does like potatoes. And I, th- I just, I'm just eating a lot of potatoes. And, and, and it's not the potatoes that get me fat. It's the fact that I drink a lot of beer uh, and eat a lot of sweeties uh, going along with the potatoes. <laughs> so if I just, if, so, so if I go, look, I'll replace the potatoes with some rice and then continue eating the bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think... we are both on a journey that will hopefully see us losing a little bit of weight. Maybe we can have like some weird competition. I I'm not overly optimistic with your diet from what you just told me. Right, I, yeah. I think you need to start intermittent fascinating. fasting. Do your ten thousand mm. steps. Stop eating rice and cheese boards. Cheese stop boards are like everywhere. the ultimate way to get fat because it's just like pure <laughs> fat. I mean, there's going to be someone that quite like tells me I'm wrong there, but I know whenever I eat a cheese board every day for a week. I look like mm. a different person because of all the salt <laughs> and all the fat, but they are good though, aren't they? Yeah. Can't go wrong with cheese. I also good. saw the yeah. new um, the new James Bond film. I don't know if you're big on Bond. Oh. I know we've talked about You Only Live Twice, the Japanese, the, the Bond film where he comes to Japan and uh, yes. does some questionable things. But yeah, mm. I saw the, the, the last one in the Daniel Craig saga because he's uh, obviously mm. leaving his role as James Bond. And uh, it was quite, uh, it wasn't, it was all right. I'll give it like a mm. seven out of 10, but it was quite emotional to see this, you know, the the sort of the the end of the Daniel Craig era because he's had a good run. Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know if you're big on Bond. Do you watch, you know, you know, are you big on it? I am very much no. a big fan of Daniel Craig as Bond uh, in the, oh, how many has he done? Three, four, something like that. Um, uh, five, I think. Yeah, five. Five, five. right. Um, um, so I, I, I would actually quite like to watch this film, but I mean, it, it's just mm. one of those ones that is too fucking long. Was it two hours forty-five? Just, just it do it. Do it in the do it in an hour and a half, like everybody else had to do. <laughs> Gone with the wind, half an hour. It felt like classic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it does. The second half does drag a little bit. Like you do think, right. you know, they could have carved a good twenty minutes off of that. But eh, yeah. it's worth a watch. I think it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and 
I'm hearing good things about the fresh. woman from Blade Runner and is it Anna de Armas? Her character is very good. Anna de Armas, yeah, she was really good. She was very good. Mm. Although she, she could have been a, a bit longer, I would like to have seen more of yeah. her. To be honest, probably one of the highlights of the film. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Check well, it out. I, I, look, I look forward to it. I just can't be asked to sit in. But I mean, it's like, it probably helped with the intermittent fasting that you have got to sit in, in a cinema for about <laughs> three hours. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Weight loss and fitness and Japanese and bond aside, it's time for our story of the week. And we've got John from New Zealand. And he says, hello, Chris and Pete, from here in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, I'm a long-time watcher and listener who's living in Japan. Uh, sorry, who's living the Japan experience through the wow. videos and podcasts. I thought I'd tell you about one of my amusing experiences in Kyoto that highlights one of the things to be aware of as a foreigner in Japan, the importance of face or mensu, and in particular, avoiding the loss of face. I've been very fortunate to be able to visit Japan at least every 18 months or so for the last 13 years. It's a truly amazing place. And on one early trip, I decided that I was effectively a Kyoto native and could easily navigate my way uh, to to and and up the Philosopher's Trail walk from Kyoto Station. Wrong. Hopelessly lost, if not too far away (laughs) from the temples and hills in the distance, I spotted a chap who looked like he was a security guard sitting in a box-cum-shelter in front of a school or other official-looking place. Our eyes briefly met, and he gave me a mini bow or nod. Taking this as a sign that I might get directions, I walked on over, prepared to engage in much pointing, sign language, and the usual rituals of people trying to make each other understood when they don't have a common language. Lo and behold, in the five seconds since our eyes met and I'd walked over, he had instantaneously fallen asleep. (laughs) He had his eyes shut and his head lulled, to one side. I stood and stared in wonder at what had just happened. And then he let out <laughs> quite a theatrically loud <laughs> snore and moved his head so it was facing the other direction to me. I quickly surmised that he really didn't want to risk an attempted conversation in English, highlighting his non-100% perfect English in the best course of action. And to save face all around was to just feign sleep. And all would be well. <laughs> Later, when I got back to my Japanese friend's house in the evening, I regaled the story to her. But uh, <laughs> she uh, she looked mortified by my story and hung her head in shame and quickly changed the topic. I learned a good lesson that day to be a little bit more aware of situations that might result in loss of face, especially avoiding instantaneous security guard sleep syndrome. What <laughs> stories do you guys have about the importance of face in your various travels in Japan? All the very best. Keep up the great work. John in New Zealand. What do you think, Pete? Did the guy wow. have narcolepsy or did he genuinely like hide and pretend to be asleep when he wasn't so he didn't have to talk to John? I love people who just they will indulge themselves in some pretty high risk maneuvers uh in my opinion because like <laughs> he could john in new zealand could have just walked over and went oi i know you're not asleep wake up i just said oi can you help me wake <laughs> up i mean he's there to be helped he's there he's not supposed to be sleeping use your like pick up your <laughs> mobile phone pretend you've got a call on your walkie talkie something like that but this guy high risk Falls asleep. <laughs> it's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful manoeuvre. I'm in for it. I'm loving it. What happened? Maybe I should try it if I want to avoid speaking to a viewer, which <laughs> has never anyone. happened, to be fair. I love speaking to viewers. No. But imagine like a viewer walking up to me in like a coffee shop and then just giving them a nod. And then as they mm. walk over, just clonking my head on the table and being like, <laughs> oh, I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh, 
I, I, uh, just, I, just, I just remember those like websites in like the late nineties, early noughties where you'd, um, if there was like a page that just wasn't working, there'd be like a little animated gif of a workman and it would say under construction, just slap one of those stickers on your forehead <laughs> under construction. I'm not here. 404. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I do wonder if it, if this really happened or not in the sense that if the guy, you know, John says the guy nodded, maybe he was like literally. He's, he's sort off. of collapsing to go to sleep, right. like nodding off to sleep. Maybe mm. that could have happened. But at the same time, I have had this sort of thing happen where I've been like, oh, see Marcel, and the person just ignored me and pretended not to hear me when I've needed help sometimes. <laughs> it is rare and it can feel rude, but it's just because they're terrified of speaking English. Yeah. Like Again, to if you're outside of uh, a major Japanese city or if you're in a more rural area of Tokyo mm. or Kyoto, it's pretty damn rare to bump into a foreigner, uh, let alone interact mm. with them. So, you know, I can understand why yeah. some people would panic, but uh, there you mm. go. The extremes people go to to avoid it, <laughs> uh, to, to avoid John from New Zealand. But thank yeah, you, John. Interesting fantastic. story. It was a fun little yeah. experience. Um, Lovely. We've got a story here this week. About bears and rock music, which I'm struggling oh, to get my head around. Bears and rock music. Bears and rock music. You know, so I, I live in Tohoku in Miyagi Prefecture. The mm. the prefecture just north of here is called Iwate Prefecture. And it's the second biggest prefecture in Japan. Very beautiful place. They call it the Tibet of Japan because I, I, it doesn't make any sense, to be honest. But they call it Tibet mm. of Japan because there's uh, not that many people live there. And it's just a big pile of mountains. And apparently that's Tibet. Tibet of Japan, claiming it. <laughs> <laughs> but this area, Iwate, they've had so many bear sightings, right? In 2017, there were 700. In 2020, there were 3,300. Um, gone up a, an incredible amount, really. Even mm. the population's going down, so you kind of expect to see less bears. But perhaps, as we've spoken about in the past, bears are getting more audacious because the, uh, the population's going down, villages are dying out, and bears are taking over. They're coming in. They're taking over. Uh, but there is a plan from a singer in a town in North Iwate. There's a plan to repel the bears and save the locals. And are you going to tell us what it is, Pete? Because I'm struggling to explain it. Chris, I don't think – this is this is not a normal situation. This is not a normal thing to explain. It's a very extreme situation, and you don't see this happening a lot across the world really bears don't really come into the conversation anywhere uh, here in in the UK uh, pretty much so uh, yeah they, they've come up with a plan to uh, basically scare the bears away or, or literally give the residents a little bit of awareness that there are bears in their, their local environs and um, they, they, they've made a rock song Chris they've made a bit of rock music and the uh, yeah the, the Iwate prefecture prefecture uh, government has commissioned a rock song that's just going to be belted out across the region um the lyrics include uh, uh, sentences like so you think bear cubs are cute discard that naive way of thinking nearby that cub is a parent bear and it'll suddenly attack you raw 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 it'll suddenly attack you and Those uh, are yeah, lyrics Those it was are yeah actual, this was written lyrics. this is written by a couple of uh, local uh, old old rockers and they've uh, and they just given out advice like never turn your back and run away and uh, trying to play dead doesn't work etc uh, etc et but yeah he it, it, like, the singer Yuzen Taguchi, uh, 69, 
69. Nice. Rockstar. Uh, he is, uh, he encountered a bear once and he said it's very frightening when one just appears before you. Uh, you want to run away, but my grandparents told me years ago that if you ever encounter uh, a bear, don't turn around and just back away slowly. I was taught that rural knowledge that comes from coexisting with bears when I was such a kid, or just a kid rather. Uh, and so they're going to be playing this song at uh, shopping centres until the 31st of October. Why, it's, why oh, the yeah. bears are going to disappear after 31st of October, I do not know, but uh, I do like very much the fact <laughs> I do like that this very much like um, certain Blondie songs had a kind of more uh, like, <laughs> they reinvented they, well they reinvented <laughs> themselves a bit of a disco act for a couple of their tracks and a lot of their punk fans uh, were very disappointed but um the songwriter of the track, Kaoru Todu, Tudu, uh, 61, he said he originally wrote it as a blues number, but Taguchi, uh, he basically gave it an up-tempo rock twist uh, and added some howling vocals like the bear. So uh, that is the power of rock and roll. Said, I wish uh, we could Tudu. find it. We, Pete and I, we've, we've both mm. looked for it far and wide. No. We've had no luck, unfortunately. The moment we track it down... We will yeah. unleash it. We'll play it out. And probably <laughs> by copyright <laughs> Hey, uh, Chris, actually, speaking of uh, music, um, Oscar Garvin, uh, listener Oscar Garvin, um, basically created like a little um, a little theme tune for the Abronge Man podcast, celebrating yeah. everything that's good and great about about the uh, podcast. Uh, shall we play What's that into the break? the podcast? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's good very little. I don't know how he's found out what's uh, good and great. Uh, but yeah, we learned about Oscar bears Garvin, you can find, yeah, it's, no, no bears involved. Uh, but Oscar Garvin, uh, you can find him on Twitter, and uh, he made this for us. And we'll be back after the break. I'm doing the into break, Chris. Try and stop Do me. It. Begin. Chris and Peter Broad in Japan podcast. Chris and Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, that was uh, that's pretty interesting. I yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I that was well. I haven't actually listened to it because I jazzy. couldn't hear it then. Jazzy. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it sounds like. It sounds like uh, jazzy. It sounds a bit like is it Bill Wurtz, that guy who's on uh, YouTube who does like kind of like jazzy electro oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. songs about stuff. It's a little bit like that. Um, and it just it, it, for me, I think it should replace the theme. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I need to actually go and listen to it because when Pete pressed the play button, I couldn't hear it on this end. So rather right. than lie and pretend like I've listened to it, the truth is I haven't heard it. But I'll go and listen to it Absolutely. and give you my full review sitting before on the, the next episode. Chris Broad sitting on that bloody I fence, hear it. honestly. I'm an honest man. <laughs> I mean, if, if life has taught me anything this year, it's the power of music, you know. Mm. We had too much volcano. We learned about, yes. you know, we raised awareness for volcanoes and, uh, and what volcanoes can do. We've had the mm. Bear Rock song. Now we've had the Born Japan tribute song. Amazing. Songs don't have to be about <laughs> love all fucking day long. We've got a question here from uh, Micra Berlin. Dear Fresh Prince of Sendai and DJ Jazzy Pete, my girlfriend, she says hi. And she's hi. convinced that you pronounce the U in Asakusa, whereas I seem to think it's silent. Any chance you could help us resolve this conundrum? All the best. Keep the podcast coming. Mike from Berlin. I mean... The way to pronounce it, it's kind of a silent. It's it's kind of silent. Yeah, it's like asakusa, mm. asakusa. So you wouldn't be like asakusa. My friend, my, my good friend of mine, always pronounced it asaku asakusa. It's asakusa, asakusa, asakusa. So we kind of. I mean, I can't. I can hardly talk. You what? Yeah, I mean, we're on mic. I mean, I can hardly talk. I always, I always uh, screw up the pronunciation of places. Like I always say. Like Osaka or Osaka, but like it's Osaka, 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 and yeah. uh, Tokyo. But uh, I can hardly talk. But yeah, Asakusa, <laughs> silence it. I right, silent you. Well done, Mike. You beat your girlfriend. Give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> to, it's a terrible way to say that. Um, hello, Chris. <laughs> You've won. You've won, you won the debate. You've won the debate, Mike. Henry from Finland. I recently watched Chris's most recent Wacky Weekend episode, and I was mortified to see that one hotel kick you out. You mentioned that there was a law in place Bastards. to stop that kind of discrimination from happening, yet they did not seem to care. Aren't Japanese people are generally very law-abiding? What's going on? Henry from Finland. Uh, head, I, I can answer that right now, Henry. Um, they clearly saw in uh, C-Dog Vier and Chris Dog uh, V Broad um, <laughs> a couple of absolute wet boys uh, who would not put up a fight. <laughs> wet lettuces would not put up a fight when faced with just genuine discrimination, uh, and they they let everyone down. So there you go. <laughs> What would you have done then, Mr. Clever Clogs Donaldson Jazzy P? How would you, if someone, because you basically picked the room and you walked towards the the lift to go mm, up to your room yeah. and we were intercepted by a guy mm. uh, and a woman in separate both those occasions. And they said, oh, mm-hmm. Tali Dunsey, damn it. Like two guys, right. fuck off, basically. What would you fuck have done? Off. I went, oh, I saw on this car, oh, I see my send, yeah. And then I'd, I'd sort of like, stalk, Jesus. walk out. 
Jesus in the marketplace, I would be pushing tables over. I'd be getting no, the you... condoms out of the vending machine. <laughs> I'd be whittling on the floor. It would be a whole thing. It would be a no, whole thing, Chris. And you then would use your. T- <laughs> you would use your big Japanese word. You'd be like chigaimas, 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 and <laughs> yeah, big mistake. Orkis chigaimas, thank you. <laughs> and they're Big calling their yakuza owners. Yeah. I mean, all these love hotels yeah. like owned by like shady individuals. A lot, well, a lot of them, oh, not yeah. all of them, but uh, in yeah. that area, they are. And, uh, <laughs> There's a lot of. I, I mean, it's I, Osaka. It's the night. It's the it's the nightlife district. And you're in Osaka. I wouldn't be f- fucking around with anyone. To be honest, <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sort of going. Well, actually, um, that's illegal because you'd end up getting your fingers broken. Absolutely. And I mean, mm. to be fair, like we, we were lucky. We got into like three or four hotels. We got into like mm. three hotels, no problem, before we were turned down. And one hotel, yeah, the last one, the Bali Hotel was great. But uh, mm. one of them was actually very much LGBT friendly. And um, when we were, we, we didn't decide not to go in that one because the room looked a bit bland. But the woman came out mm. and she was like really excited to see like two foreign guys there. She was like, yeah, this room, Aww. you should go in this one and that one. And then I was like, oh, it looks a bit rubbish. And we were like, ah. Oh, no and i felt really bad because like she, oh. this is clearly the moment she's been waiting for at last yeah. two foreign guys have come in to use this brand new lgbt branded hotel and they changed their minds because the, the bedroom looked a bit boring all that all that <laughs> for nothing beautiful euro Poor boys man. i just want to use your <laughs> bits and bobs your facilities and you're just it's not good enough for chris and it's not good enough, not for, good enough for me sexual congress with sea dog va <laughs> It was no Bali Hotel. <laughs> we got one air great from Chris. <laughs> we got one air from Robert in Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa, who says, uh, why am I pronouncing it like a Japanese way? Ottawa, Ottawa. not Ottawa. <laughs> uh, hi, gents. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and James Bond, just like Chris. <laughs> the release of the new movie got me thinking, does Japan have a similarly significant cultural character to its national identity? If so, who is it? All the best to you both. Keep up the great work. Robert in Ottawa. Uh, anime in general I mean mm. what do you think Pete who's a significant cultural character who is the James Bond of Japan the big uh, NHK mascot whatever his, I can't remember his name dog, Pete Macy dog man or is it <laughs> Pete Premier 2 <laughs> <laughs> Pete Premier 2 um, no it's like uh, it's him it's that big uh, doko koko uh, man or something it, he's like a kind of big blocky bear man and he's really big in like the noughties in my world, anywhere, him. I think it's him. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. There's all, or Melon Bear. There's loads of characters, isn't there? There's like Detective Conan. There's Doraemon. Uh, there's mm. Kumamon, the bear. There's all mm. sorts of figures. I don't Tommy know Jones. if there's any one figure though. Like you've got, you've got like One Piece. You have got Pikachu. Like there's so much. Mm. There's so many different kind of iconic cultural figures in Japan. Whereas in the UK, we've got like yeah. one, and that's James Bond. And Sherlock Holmes. But so it's kind and, of like uh, Mr. Blobby and, and all the rest, Mr. Blobby. But I, yeah, I guess with Sherlock and James Bond, maybe the the media has kind of like a lot of Japanese writing, a lot of Japanese film, a lot of Japanese television doesn't really translate. It's not a big kind of mass market thing. So it is mm. probably the anime. So it is probably the manga, isn't it? That, that that has kind of gone over. So it's probably bloody Pikachu in it. It's Pikachu in it. I don't Pikachu, know. I mean. I, I probably no matter what you what you say, it's a poison chalice here. Someone's going to shoot me down. Like Chris said, mm. Pikachu is is the, the defining cultural characteristic of Japan. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's just a big part of it. 
along with mm. Kimamon and everyone in One Piece because I don't know mm. the characters' names because I'm not going to pretend like I know One Piece that well. <laughs> There's so much. Like Japan has such a rich cultural, pop cultural sort of history that I can't it's pick Chris. any one figure. It's me, isn't it? It's Definitely. Chris. Chris just sums oh. it all up. It's Natsuki. It's Natsuki the man. <laughs> Natsuki Asso. Uh, if, I mean, to be fair, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking to a friend about who the most famous Japanese person is. And we reckon mm. it could well be almost Natsuki because right. he has been watched by 120 million people or something around the world, mm. right? He's not mm. the most famous in Japan. Like, no one knows who he is in Japan. But if you go to, like, Melbourne... Or Finland, or Berlin, or London. There's going to be people. There's going to be people that are like, "Wait a minute, is that Natsuki? Holy shit!" <laughs> and that, well, that's what happened in Natsuki the movie, right? Like Natsuki is legitimately internationally famous, and probably mm. if there was a list of most famous Japanese people outside of Japan, Natsuki could well be on the top sort of twenty-five on the list or the top thirty. And I don't think that's exaggerating. What do you think, Pete? Am I mental? Or is there actually think- some legitimately like some truth to that? I think beat Takeshi is going to beat your face off. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's it's, I think I think people would be surprised about how many people know who Natsuki is because he's he's been in so many videos and he's you know he's got a bit of a life outside your your network as well. Is he still doing the old uh, cameo? By the way, he is. He's uh, he's he's. I think he's doing extremely well. He's done like two hundred videos. He loves Lordy. it. Oh, he loves it. People brilliant. love. Natsuki's cameos. They uh, get involved. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's making a pretty penny off of it. I think. <laughs> I think get on him. if you go if you if you go on Cameo, you can actually you if you go on Natsuki's like account. Yeah. I think he's yeah. called Natsuki Abroad in Japan. You can actually see some of the videos he's done, and uh, mm. yeah, he, he really puts his, Keep his, an eye his on heart soul into it. <laughs> yeah, say, he might say something a bit problematic. Keep an eye on him, mate. <laughs> you know what he's like. He's you know never he's said like. well anything problematic in my in my, in my uh, uh, sphere. I was that like the fact that um, uh, beat is it beat, uh, beat Takeshi's going to be in something? I think they're doing it. They're they're, they're doing some kind of uh, show where Beat Takeshi is uh, is going to be uh, featuring in it. It's a it's a Western production, uh, and him as the most famous yeah. Japanese guy. Uh, next to Ken Watanabe, of course. Um, he's going to be doing the. He's going to be acting in it, and. It makes me laugh, and somebody pointed this out on Twitter, how different he is perceived outside of Japan. Outside of Japan, mm. he's, he's perceived as quite important, uh, celebrated actor, and obviously the creator of the excellent show, uh, Takeshi's Castle, etc. But uh, in Japan, he is like dressed as a fucking schoolgirl with a worry pop in his <laughs> mouth every night just dancing around doing fucking square dancing on any fucking show that'll have him he's a national joke but outside of Japan he's regarded <laughs> as being this kind of like really, <laughs> national really, joke uh, really, yeah national treasure from national joke you, national you reminded treasure. me fascinating you reminded me somebody assaulted his car the other day in Tokyo or assaulted him alright I need to look I can't okay. remember exactly the details but yeah he was uh, his car was attacked while he was like travelling through Tokyo I think he, he got out I mean, unscathed is- and whatnot. That is, I mean, anybody who has worked in the media for that length of time, and I'm not casting aspersions, he will know some fucking people. My God, you if you if you are working in Japanese media for like the best part of like 50 years or something, like you will know some fucking people because most of like film, most of like television, there's some pretty unsavory and savory characters. That's true. Around. I would not be fucking with anyone with that 
clout uh, on television or film. Wow. Not saying he's connected to anyone, but I'm just saying he would fuck. He'd be able to get someone. Good God. Good God, Or maybe Chris. someone was trying to get him. Maybe it was like a planned yeah. attack. I need to look into that. <laughs> it kind of it happened true in the media, but I was... Do a true crime podcast. I was too busy doing intermittent <laughs> fasting to sit up and take notice. Yeah. So I should look into too it. Tired. It's quite a cool story. Exhausted. But yeah, I mean, he, he he's a comedian first and foremost. He got his career kicked mm. off as a comedian. So he's kind of known... Right more as a comedian than as this gangster figure that we know hmm. uh, that we know and love him as in the West. Yeah. And you say Takeshi's Castle, but he's actually, if you think about it, in the UK version of Takeshi's Castle, he's not in it at all. You like you never see him, which make, makes no sense. If you look at the Japanese version, he's in it rather prominently. He's like oh, in he? it right, at the start okay. of all the episodes, yeah. yeah. That's why it never really, really made much sense. I didn't know he was affiliated with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe it's Takeshi Kitano. Maybe it's Takeshi. Beat Takeshi. He's Japan's James Bond. Prove us wrong, mm. though. Pick up a character. Let <laughs> us know. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys. To a Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in the next few days. Still all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week. We'll see you still all over again right here on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.